Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 3 of the Turn Right Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to write better first drafts so you can spend less time in the editing phase and get your work published more quickly. I have come up with 5 concrete ways to make your first draft stronger and more robust. I've really been thinking about how to write a better first draft since I'm a pantser and I typically spend a lot of time in editing mode and I spend a lot of time cutting. So with my current work in process, I really wanted to develop a better way to go about drafting so that I can spend less time cutting. I hope that these 5 ways will help you as much as they've helped me. Tip number one, write instinctively. Write however you feel most comfortable. Are you a plotter? Are you a pantser? Are you somewhere in between? Everyone is different and don't approach writing a novel a certain way just because someone on the internet or a podcast said so. If you are a pantser, you will definitely know you're a pantser, but you you won't really know what that is. You just will never ever imagine outlining a novel, taking notes, kind of feeling like you're a college student lost in the library before you start writing a book. No pantsers, the ideas just come very organically. It's kind of like a big aha moment. Most pantsers are intuitive and they just go about writing because of an image in their head. That's how I started writing. That's how I feel most comfortable writing. And I would never think of approaching writing a story any other way. I really don't see all the fine details when I start writing a story. I only get a really big idea in my head. And the next day when the idea doesn't leave me, I really start thinking about it. And over time, I kind of subconsciously build up the idea and get it a little bit more fine-tuned in my head subconsciously. I might write some notes on my iPhone but it's not like outlining notes. It just might be what the characters are called. I might think of the first line of the novel. I might think of the hook. And I write those things down on my iPhone and I kind of incorporate them into the book and just basically start writing off these images or very sparse details. I don't see the finer details till I get really ingrained in the novel and then I typically have to go back in and add them in and edit them. But however, a lot of people are plotters and outlining works really well for them. They like to sit down and take their time. They like to approach writing more of a as a more of a research game and really get all those fine details into their notebook, into their Microsoft Word outline. A lot of people like Scrivener because they say that's really helpful for outlining. Me, I think Scrivener is kind of a waste of money except for formatting your ebook. And I would never use any of those features. So it just really depends on what works for you. A lot of people are somewhere in the middle and they find having a loose outline helps them, but they abandon their outline at the midpoint and kind of go on more of a pantsing technique. So just find what works for you. Uh, Don't be afraid to switch it up. Sometimes I do need a vague outline of the pinch and plot points, usually kind of after the first plot point and... You know, I don't really know where to take my story or what would be the best approach. That's kind of whenever I go down, I I go in and sit down and sort of start writing the plot points and the pinch points out, but it's usually no more than a few sentences. I've tried like outlining my chapters in um, editing, but that doesn't really work for me. So I just keep my outlines very minimal. Otherwise, I get overwhelmed. 
But basically, all I'm trying to say is find the technique that works for you. I think if you're a pantser, you will know intuitively that you are a pantser. And if you are a plotter, you will have developed that. And it might take longer to develop a good, robust plotting technique, but I think you'll get there. And just don't be afraid to mix it up either. Number two, perform big picture edits. I know a lot of people think it's taboo to perform an edit while you're drafting, but my term of editing might be a little bit looser than what most people consider to be a true edit. I think this is effective because it makes you more excited about your work. And when you're more excited and more confident about your work, you are less likely to give up. It also makes your story more cohesive and it makes it organically more cohesive. I don't care if you're an outliner and you have this big outline and every single chapter looks like a first draft on your outline. If you don't go back to the starting point of the conflict and you don't go back and follow the starting point of the conflict through how it affects your characters, through the pinch points and through the plot points, your story is not going to be cohesive. You need to go back and do a top-down editing approach for the sake of cohesion and i think it is totally valid to kind of do that as your second edit but i think your first draft can be stronger if you incorporate that into your first draft and i don't think this makes you lose momentum if anything i think it allows you to get some more distance between your work and you can be more critical of your work and make it better personally i like to write up to the first plot point go back to my first chapter do this big picture edit, kind of change some things around, develop my characters a little bit more. And when I have the development of my characters, I will have more depth to my story. When I have more depth to my story, I will have more conflict. And I will use what I've gotten from chapter one to the first plot point and write from scratch up to the midpoint. I will go back to plot point one, do an edit and up to the midpoint. And then I will go back to the beginning and do an edit all the way up to the midpoint. And I don't always do this, but I find whenever I do do this, my writing is better because it's more cohesive. My characters are, their development and their arc is a lot stronger. And when their arc is stronger, the conflict is stronger. So I find this to be really helpful because it allows you to get this kind of at the top of the mountain snapshot of everything in the valley and everything that's inside of your character that should be building up to this midpoint and of course you can develop this technique again all the way to the end of your novel but i find that the biggest way you can lose yourself through your novel is from that chapter one up to the midpoint i think once you have that first half of your story developed the second half of your story will be a lot easier to develop and you can just go on some more natural momentum Number three, read in the genre you're writing. Don't be afraid to do this. I know with my first work in process, I was afraid of it because my writing was so bad and I was so far away from what I wanted to be. I forget who said it, but someone said, the enemy of creativity is good taste and they are so, so right. You are going to feel inadequate. A lot of books that you know you find in the genre that you want to read aren't indie books. They are New York Times bestsellers. They are Amazon bestsellers. And so they're really, really good. But you have to remember that those people have more experience than you. They've had professional editing. You know, their book has been through the ringer and you're just literally on draft one. So try not to let it make you feel inadequate. 
by reading in the genre that you're writing, you will your mind will be open to a lot of new ideas. It also will help you get that distance away from your book and judge your book more critically in the current market. You know, what is it about this book that's keeping you engaged? What do you like about it? Is it the fact that the author uses little quotes? Is it that he mentions little details about our world today? Is it the interesting spin on the characters' names? Is it the romance subplot? And what are the details that maybe you don't like? Do you not like that the author brought his own politics into the work? Maybe you felt the action was thin and took a long time to really get going. Maybe the sidekick was boring. But it's important to note those things because, you know, politics in science fiction is a lot different than politics in YAF. So you have to read in the genre that you're writing because then you will understand how your book can play out in the market, how it will affect readers, and you'll be able to get a better perception of how your book affects other people by kind of comparing it to a book in the market. And it also will give you some writing inspiration. Number four, take it slow, but hold yourself accountable. I'm a huge, huge fan of setting a word count goal for yourself to get through the first draft. For me, it's generally a thousand words a day. And my earlier writing, I would stick to that goal no matter what. Even if the novel was crashing and burning down around me and nothing was making sense, I would just push through. And I don't think that is the best approach. The first draft is both a sprint and a marathon. And if you just keep going and going and spiraling and spiraling, you are going to have too many subplots. Your conflict is going to be stretched too thin. Your characters are going to do irrational things that don't make sense. So when you get to this point where you feel like you're kind of starting to spiral and you're not really sure what's going wrong with your story, again, you can go back to where you think the spiraling started. Maybe it started in the first plot point. Maybe it started in the first pinch point. Wherever it is, go back to that point and do a big picture edit from pinch point one to the third plot point or whatever it is. Elaborate on what you already have. The problem may be because you are just desperately trying to get the words in that you have created too many subplots, you have introduced too many characters, and everything is too thin. So don't be afraid to cut in draft one because if you know that you're going to cut something later on, cut it right now because it doesn't matter if you end up 10,000 words short of how many words you want your story to be at the end of draft one. If you have something in there that you don't cut and you know you should cut, you're just creating more work for yourself in drafts two, three, and four. Elaborate on what you already have, fine tune the details, cut what you need to cut, and really try to get your pinch and your plot points at the appropriate spots. And when I say at the appropriate spots, I mean within 5,000 words of where they should be in your novel. So if you're writing a 90,000 word novel, your midpoint should be somewhere between the 40,000 and 50,000 word market. If you have your pinch and plot points in the appropriate spots, your first draft will automatically be so much stronger. Five, edit if you get a big aha moment. Sometimes when you're writing deep into your novel, you might be at the midpoint and you might have a sudden revelation about how the first chapter can be so much stronger. And when you have that revelation, you need to act on it. 
even if you know you want to get another thousand words in and advance the plot and advance the story and make yourself feel better because you are making progress but if you don't act on what you thought chapter one could be that would make it a whole heck of a lot stronger even if you write yourself some notes in the comments on word or on a sticky note or whatever chances are you're going to forget about it and that image is not going to be as strong for you so i would just abandon the linear process of writing a novel and go back and edit and put in what you thought of because your book will be so much stronger again if you have those organic character come to me moments where they're talking to you you know as you're pacing around your living room writing at 1 a.m so don't be afraid to break the rules i know there are so many people online very successful people who say don't do things like that but you really have to follow your gut and what works for you so i hope these five ways will help you write a better first draft let me know what are your tips and tricks to writing a better first draft please connect with me on my socials all of the information will be in the description box and i thank you guys so much for listening keep writing keep reading and keep querying i will talk to you on our next road trip